Welcome to Emirates Podcast, episode number 61. This is your host, Suman Silwal. One thing that has been you know, key to my success is just being very disciplined about my training. Visit emirates.com to listen to our previous podcast shows, links to our social media channels, as well as get discount codes for Seven Bridges Marathon and all South Eastern Trail Series events. I would like to welcome Adam Rhodes to Amron's podcast. And Adam, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. So have you recovered from uh, your uh, speedy, uh, what do you call, uh, Big Big Sur Marathon? Uh, you and I, we ran the Big Sur. And I think we also ran Boston as well, Boston to Big Sur. And you had a great performance in both races. Uh, how is your recovery going? Uh, recovery is going well. I'm, uh, I'm back running again and uh, I'm not sore anymore. So that's good. Definitely. Uh, usually, how long does it take for you to recover? Because you, you, you what was your, what was your time in Boston and Big Sur? Uh, in Boston, I ran uh, two thirty-five, and in Big Sur, I was uh, two thirty-one. Um, I, I definitely was still feeling the effects of Boston for you know a week to ten days after, and it wasn't until just a couple of days before you know Big Sur marathon that I you know started feeling like I'd be able to perform again. Definitely. I, I guess it helped you to have an extra few days for Big Sur. Usually it used to be, uh, what, uh, six days apart, correct? Yeah, it's uh, most years it's six days apart. Uh, the Boston being the last uh, or the third Monday in April and Big Sur is the last Sunday. So these next three years, uh, 2017, 18 and 19, they're all, they'll all be two weeks apart. Definitely, yeah. And those of us who are looking forward to go there next few years, I think it's pretty cool to do that, I guess. <laughs> so you'll have extra week uh, that some of us don't recover as quickly. Before we go on, um, talk about a little bit more of Big Sur. Tell us about how did you start your running running journey? Were you a runner um, all your life or did you pick it up later on in your life? Uh, I started running in high school, competed in the mile, the two mile and uh, continued competing through college and uh, you know, ran the mile, 5K. Um, and then after college, I, uh, I started taking up road racing and, uh, after a few years, uh, moved up to the marathon distance and I've been focused on that ever since. So what is the furthest distance have you run? Do you do trail too, or because you live in a Monterey area, correct? Yes. Um, I, I've done a few trail races. My focus is mostly road marathons, um, which, you know, the longest I've done is a marathon. I haven't ventured into the, uh, the ultra scene yet. So what does the what stops you going to the ultra scene? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I still have uh, more to do uh, and improve in the marathon. I, you know, having you know in high school run the mile and then moved up in college to the five k. It, it's hard to go back down in distance. So I'm, I'm afraid that once I move up to running, uh, you know, fifty k, fifty mile, um, that you know the marathon won't you know be my focus anymore. So uh, I want to you know, improve a little more in the marathon before I uh, decide to venture into the, the ultra scene. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, going to the ultra distance, there's a lot of things, changes happens. It happened to me and it happens to a lot of friends. You know, you get a little bit slower um, once you get to ultra distance just because the way you had to run. But some people don't get slower and, uh, you know, it's, it's it, it all depends on you, I guess. A lot of my friends, they do both both road and and uh trail and ultra distance and sort of distance and they perform well in both um talking about you just mentioned about uh you you want to improve improve a little bit more 
even for us looking at 231 235 for Boston and and Big Sur and Boston and that's a, that's fast and what 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 kind of <laughs> improvement are you looking for you know and I you know people like us we're running barely running you know three three and a half uh, four hours four hours marathon four <laughs> and a half hours marathon so we're we're thinking you you have achieved everything you need to tell us what what, what are you looking at um, I mean, most of just uh, looking to improve on my fastest marathon time. Uh, the fastest I've gone is 224. Uh, and it's, you know, I, I have a feeling I can run faster. I just haven't done it yet. You know, I just need to put together a real solid, you know, block of training. Um, now, obviously, you know, Big Sur and Boston aren't the, the best courses to go out and run a PR on. Um, you know, Boston, the heat caught up to me a little bit. And, you know, Big Sur being so tough, it's going to slow you down. So, uh but I definitely have the, my work cut out for me. Definitely, um, I think I think your stays uh, any seconds or any minutes it gets harder and harder. Correct? Yeah, exactly. It you know it comes down to where you know you, you can put together these huge training blocks you know and make vast improvements, which you know it, it only ends up coming up to be like one minute, which is you know it takes a lot of work to uh, improve <laughs> one minute. Yeah, it's funny the way you know way way look we look at our time. You know, I'm I'm having a problem my my training problem and trying to improve get back to where I was. So and we're talking about mine is like forty fifty minutes that I want to get back to where I was about even twenty fifteen. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> you you're trying to just cut only one second, half a second, or half a minute. So so tell me what kind of training uh, do you have to apply for you uh, to go that fast and uh, that further distance? You know, marathon is pretty fast part of the distance what kind of training do you do um yeah so most of my training uh one of the big focus is just sheer number of miles where uh in you know leading up to boston big sur i built up to a max of 100 miles a week which uh you know most of the miles were more like most weeks were more like 70 to 80 miles a week um but the other components of my training is a uh you know some quicker quicker uh training i i like to do uh, mile repeats which i which i did Probably on average, about once a week, I would do uh, you know four to six mile repeats around uh, just under five minute per mile pace. Um, and then another workout that I uh, you know really was part of my bread and butter training was a 16 mile tempo run, which I would run um, you know right around uh, marathon pace. Wow. When you uh, what is the furthest uh, you run for your training run? The long long run. What, what is your long run like? Um, most uh, most marathons I train for it's between 20 and you know 26 miles. I don't really go further than that. Um, I, I normally try to get at least uh, you know one or two runs at or close to marathon distance. Definitely. But uh, for for your uh, shorter distance, do you try to go faster on the shorter distance and slower in the longer distance? How how do you average that out this on speed wise? Um, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll, I do end up running, um, faster on the longer distances just because those are the days that I'm, you know, really focused and I'm, uh, you know, I rest for them and I make those my, my quicker days. Um, although sometimes when I do like the longest of my runs, it's not as fast where, uh, if I'm doing a, you know, a 20 to 26 mile, I might do it at, uh, you know, just over six minute pace where, if I'm doing a, you know, longer tempo run of, you know, 15 to 16 miles, I'll do that, you know, 530, 540. Um, it, it, it seems like a, a lot of my shorter runs are my recovery days. So those are normally uh, slower in pace. Yeah, a lot of time people reverse that. And I myself reverse uh, shorter distance, a little bit faster, longer distance, a little bit slower. But I think I think you have different way to do it. So 
that's what it works for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you do uh, for for you and you you're in such a beautiful area, um, Monterey area, so the hill. Do you actually try to find hills because Big Sur and, and it felt like Big Sur Marathon has really hills. I mean, it's comparatively I, when I was looked at elevation, it compared pretty close to Boston, but but man, that <laughs> that course has hills. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I think Hurricane Point is uh, five times uh, more elevation gain than uh, Heartbreak Hill. So, uh, you know, and, and throughout the course, there's rolling hills. And even training for Big Sur uh, around Monterey, I find myself trying to avoid hills because it's just so, you know, hilly in this area. Um, mo- most of my runs, I'll run, uh, I'll run down to the coast and follow the coast around because it's the only place that you can really run flat. And then, uh, I would say, uh, you know, one or two days a week, I'll, uh, I'll get on some trails where there's, uh, some really tough climbs, even tougher than, you know, what we see on Big Sur course. So when you go on a trail, do you try to put the speed on or, or just try to try to just to do the climb? How does that work uh, for you? Uh, some days I'll go hard. Some days I'll go easy. Uh, it, it's normally just how I'm feeling that day and what and what I have planned for the workout. Definitely. So as you as you progress on on your training uh, on your training cycle, what kind of uh, race uh, do you put in in a year? I mean, do you have? I know you you have you do you have done what boss the big sir what several years in time, correct? Or how how often? And what other marathon do you do throughout the years? Um, so, so most years I've run two marathons a year. I'll, I'll normally schedule one for the spring and one for the fall. Uh, there's been a few years that I've done more than that. Uh, this year will likely be one having run both Boston and Big Sur this spring. Um, but now it's just a matter of uh, I, I'm kind of in a planning phase, recovering and planning phase now, uh, figuring out what I want to do this fall and uh, in training for that. So what what is your training like for the summer? Uh, do you do uh, is, is the summer training in your area? Is it as hot as we have it here in Alabama? No, it's it's very mild actually. Uh, you know the average temperature from uh, January to July in Monterey it's only ten degrees difference. There's a uh, average high in July is seventy, and average high in January is sixty. So uh, I, I've lived here for six years, and it took me about three years. Uh, to realize we even had seasons. Uh, I grew up in Michigan where it's very, uh, very distinct seasons. You know, if it's, uh, if it's January, if it's July, but, but here it's, uh, you know, you could have, uh, it's very similar. <laughs> it's a what, eternal, eternal spring. I think that's what they call. It, it, it's funny. you try to go back and remember like when a certain event was or when, you know, a, a run that you did was and. uh, in in uh, on the Monterey Peninsula here, it's just, it's really hard because you know you don't have these weather indicators. Where uh, you know I grew up in Michigan, if there was snow on the ground, you know, it was you know it was winter. If it was you know leaves, it was fall, and if it was hot, it was summer. Where you don't really have that indication here. Uh, let's switch the topic a little bit uh, from training uh, to racing. Uh, you have done um, Big Sur. How many times have you done Big Sur? Six times. Six times, and you were overall winner for four four out of six. Tell us about the course. People who don't know uh, the Big Sur, and tell us about the course. And I mean, for personally, it was just a beautiful course I have ever ran. It's probably the one of the hardest course. So I mean, I ran once and then drove through the next day, and I'm still kind of trying to understand the course. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, so the course is really just incredibly beautiful almost the, the entire way it's 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 just amazing and uh I, you know i've run the race six times i've gone out and run the course um you know outside of the race many times and every single time you just get this very 
uh, special feeling because it's just so beautiful. Um, you know, you're you're out away from cities. There's not you know all these buildings all around. Um, you're running through the woods. You're running along the coast. Um, it's it's just this incredible feeling to do the course. But to go into a little more detail, uh, it, it starts in the town of Big Sur, and you run uh, the first four miles is downhill through the hills um, until you open up and you make it to the coastline. Um, from then you follow the coast. Uh, it's it's kind of rolling hills for a few miles, and then mile ten marks the the biggest climb of the course, which is about 600 feet in elevation gain for the next two miles as you climb Hurricane Point. Um, from Hurricane Point, there's a nice big downhill stretch to the halfway point at Bixby Bridge. And from Bixby Bridge, it's just, uh, you know, up and down, rolling hills. Uh, you know, some of them are, you know, decent climbs of, you know, around 100 feet or so. Um, but it's just this beautiful coastline all the way to the finish in Carmel. Definitely. Uh, tell us, what is your favorite part of the course? Uh, my favorite part is actually, uh, it's just before climbing Hurricane Point. And uh, you come down and you, you make this curve down into this uh into this little ravine um, where you need to um, you come down to the bottom point before you make the climb and we have uh, these uh, these drummers and they're just like they're so loud and uh, it just gets you all pumped up for you know the big climb that you have for the next two miles definitely those of you listening and if you visit marathon runs uh, facebook page uh, i have videos from that drum i really for me is i enjoyed uh, from that point even though i really um, didn't like to climb the Hurricane, Hurricane Hill, Hurricane Point, Hurricane uh, Point. Hurricane Point. Um, but I loved it because I'm from, I'm from Nepal, and I just I felt like the whole course I'm I'm running in Nepal, so some part in Nepal, so <laughs> <laughs> going up in the hill, going all the way to the the piano guy. I think that's just that's just incredible. So uh, also tell us about uh, you you run so fast uh, on that course. What is the hardest point on, on, for you in that course? Because Hurricane Point is is comes really early, correct? It's not as difficult. Yeah. Yeah, the hardest point for me is normally uh, in most years has been, you know, there's a very, very last climb that they put right at mile 25. Um, you know, at that point, you're just, you know, you're, you're pushing with everything you have left and you have to make this one last climb before you uh, you can descend the last half mile. And uh, and that, that's always the toughest part for me. Yeah, I agree. Because I was talking, telling the guy that he said, I was telling him that uh, somebody told me that there's no more hill. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he told me, "Look at my face. I'm, I'm, I'm straight face. This is there's no heels. <laughs> I promise." So, yeah, it was it was funny. Um, so in this course, uh, also, let's talk about a little bit about the weather. Um, this year we had really um, nice weather. I was told this has been my first time running uh, Big Sur. Tell us about the weather variation you get in that part of the country. Uh, well, temperature-wise, it's very you know consistent and mild. Um, I've yet to run a year that it was you know really really hot. But the one thing that does uh, affect a lot of people is the wind. Uh, where you know being right on the coast, the wind is a huge factor. And I would say almost most years that I've run it, it's been a strong headwind almost the whole way. And at certain points, it picks up even more. Uh, they actually call it Hurricane Point, Hurricane Point, because the wind can be so extreme there. So this year, we, we had really mild weather. Is that what, how you consider? Yeah, um, in the six years that I've run it, this is probably the the less, the least amount of wind that I've seen. How do you deal with the wind and 
in such a condition? Um, you just end up slowing down. Uh, I mean, you got to try to fight into it. Uh, if there's other people around you, you can kind of tuck in behind some runners. Um, yeah, you just got to fight through it. Definitely. Adam, you um, you had a great race this year. Um, you you had to compete with uh, another champion, uh, Michael Wardian. Uh, tell us about how how was it for you this year compared to other years? Uh, it's actually really similar to a few other years that I've raced against Michael. Uh, it, it seems like we've uh, we've developed quite the rivalry at this race, where uh, it, it, it's been a two man race for I think uh, four out of the six years that I've run the race. Uh, yeah, Michael's just such a tough competitor. What he's done on uh, you know in in the ultra scene, uh, you know what he was able to do earlier this year with the seven marathons and seven days on seven continents was just incredible. So I, I knew I had my work cut out for me this year. Uh, even though I had you know, beaten Michael in the past, uh, I knew it was going to be especially tough this year. And and both of you chased each other from Boston to Big Sur, correct? That's correct. <laughs> so <laughs> I was told that on the course, everybody knew you. I mean, but uh, they didn't know Michael. So so that's uh, that's that's what I was told because you you've been a local hero over there. So so I guess um, I guess it was uh, Mike, hard for Michael to <laughs> compete in, in your home turf. Yeah, Michael actually, uh, we didn't really speak too much along along the course, but he did make one joke about uh, we were about 15 miles in and after probably the, uh, as we're running, you know, side by side almost the whole way, about the 30th person yelled, go Adam, to the two of us going by. He he, he made a joke saying, oh, there's no pressure on you, Adam. <laughs> so, looks like you guys had a great race. Uh, it was wonderful to uh, see you after the race and uh, you're still walking around and um, that was great. Um, Adam, uh, you have run a Big Sur for many years uh, and you live there and uh, run there and we, uh, we we are coming from outside. Tell us about uh, what is the what is the biggest struggle for you at, at Big Sur running the marathon? You, you mentioned that 25 miles is that hill is difficult. Uh, tell us uh, some tips about what we need to watch out for. Um, I mean, the biggest thing you got to watch out for is the the climb up Hurricane Point. Um, you know, it's it's right at mile ten, so it's it's late enough in the race that you're starting to feel fatigue, but you know, it's still early enough that you can't you know really go for it because you're you know you would pay for it later. Um, so that's definitely the you know the, the biggest uh, you know aspect of the course that you need to keep in mind. Um, the other uh, you know part of the course that is very difficult is. Uh, you know, you have this first four miles downhill and you're in the woods and there's, uh, you know, there's really the, the trees are all blocking the wind and you come out to the coastline and most years you're, you're welcomed with this 30 mile per hour headwind. Uh, and it's just, a, it's a huge adjustment because you're going from, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, running this very, uh, very fast pace to, uh, you know, having to slow down right away. So, and those are, you know, two of the, uh, the most difficult, uh, you know, parts of the course to overcome. Definitely. And if, if we are training uh, for the Big Sur, um, how do we train for that? Um, yeah, I mean, you really just need to run a lot of hills. Uh, and you have to do, uh, you, know, you have to find a course that is continuously uh, up and down because that's the way the course is, is laid out. Um, you know, when I, where I grew up in Michigan, it was, you know, totally flat. And I don't even know where I would, uh, 
would find a place. We used to run uh, highway overpasses just to get some elevation gain. But uh, um, but yeah, you just got to find uh, you know a nice uh, hilly place to run to kind of simulate that terrain. Definitely, uh, Adam. Uh, we're ready to move to move forward with our interview. Go to sprint round. I haven't done this in a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a few series of questions. It can go long or short, however you want to do it. Um, you ready for it? I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, what type of shoes do you wear? Uh, I race in uh, Nike Lunar Tempos. And what do you train in? I, I train in a pair of Asics. Um, do you like uh, both brands? Uh, do you do other brands than Asics and Nike, or? Um, those are what I what I wear now. I, I used to wear some Pearl Zoomies, but they stopped. Uh, I stopped carrying running shoes. Uh, what type of GPS device do you use? Uh, Garmin. Do you like Garmin? Because I use Suntos, and I kind of have a given. I haven't moved away from Garmin. I started with the Garmin, but I, I've always had a Garmin, and uh, I really like the model I have right now. I think it's a six twenty, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't follow Garmin anymore. Uh, I, I have four ten, and that's the last type I have. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I still I still use it. So. Uh, it doesn't because of for ultra running. It doesn't go long, long enough for me. So, uh, what inspires you to do running uh, day in day out? I just love running. Uh, I if I don't run one day, it's it's like I forgot to brush my teeth. I it's just something I have to do. So, do you run every day or? Uh... Or... Uh, pretty much. I mean, if it's, uh, you know, the day after a marathon or, you know, a day that I have a crazy travel day, I might not run. But it, other than that, unless I have, a, you know, a very particular reason, I'll, I'll go, I go for a run every day. So what is your best running advice have you ever received? Um, one of my good friends that ran for a long time, he uh, he actually uh, he said he always asked the question, why do you run? Because it's not fun. And I mean, I actually think it's fun, but he actually said, you know, running isn't fun. It's rewarding, which um, I think that's a, you know, just a, a good phrase to think about. You know, it's it's a very rewarding sport. You know, when you finish the finish, when you cross the finish line of marathon, you just you feel great. Yeah, for me, it takes about a half an hour to feel great. So <laughs> <laughs> once I go through the beer line, a couple of beers, then I'm like, I'm back. That's what happened at uh, Big Sur and Boston. Uh, are you only a road runner, trail runner? What do you do? Do both? You you did mention that you train on on the trail, but have you done the uh, trail races as well uh i've done a few trail races uh but my my main focus is on the road so are you a, a downhill racer or uphill climber uh i'm i'm actually better at the downhills um i most times in, in big stir i'll i'll be able to make up ground uh on the downhills on people so what kind of speed do you put up when you go up in the hurricane point but how, how many miles do you say a couple of miles correct that's about two miles of a climb yeah it's uh yeah it's two miles and I think my average pace for Big Sur this year is right around uh, 5.45 per mile. And uh, I think my f- the first mile climbing Hurricane Point was a 6.45. And then the second mile was a 6.15. But the, uh, you know, the second mile, it, it kind of levels out a little bit. You know, the bulk of the climb is that first mile where, it, where it's steep. And the, the second mile, it, you're tired from the first half of it, but you can still you know, run at a, a faster clip on the second half. Definitely. But when you go downhill, you're going four, some some four mile or five or something like that. Is that what you're doing to make up your time? Yeah. the, the Actually, the, the mile just past uh, Hurricane Point is always my fastest mile. And I'll I'll be right around five minutes. I think a few years I've, I've slipped under five. But, um, you know, most years, you know, 450, 510 area. For your racing and uh, running uh, training, what kind of hydration plan, plan do you use? Uh, when I'm racing, I just grab whatever's on the course. I'll uh, every aid station, I'll um, you know just try to drink a little bit of water and a little bit of Gatorade. Uh, at Boston, 
it actually became a lot more important because of the heat. And I was uh, every aid station. I was grabbing as much water as I could, drinking as much water I, as I could. Um, and in some in some stations, they even had uh, full water bottles that um, you could grab. And I was you know just drinking as much as I could. So, and t- talking about Boston, we didn't talk a whole lot about Boston, but talking about Boston, uh, how how bad it was for you on that fast speed running the heat um yeah i felt great all the way up until uh mile 18 it was it was just one of those races where you know i i just blinked my eyes and all of a sudden we were at the halfway point and i was just i was feeling great and i uh i i thought i was gonna run a a pr uh and uh, i was just you know every aid station i was getting the water i was still feeling good but at mile 18 i started uh i started getting some leg cramps and uh, it's once you once you uh, start cramping up, there's just no going back. Uh, and uh, I, I tried as much as I could to try to loosen up, but they were just uh, um, they were just so tight and cramping on me that I, I even had to stop and stretch a little bit at one point. And uh, I went from having an amazing time to having a, you know somewhat of a, a subpar marathon for me. Definitely, that's one one question I just thought about asking you is that when you slow down, do you walk or or just a slow speed? You know, adjust your, <laughs> adjust your pace. You know. Yeah, I uh, my, the focus went from you know I'm I'm gonna run you know a PR today to oh I want to you know be able to finish without uh, you know having to walk or anything and <laughs> uh, um, and uh, yeah I definitely you know went from running five thirty miles to six thirty miles for the over the last. Uh, Know, like seven or eight miles definitely you you did mention about this training training plans uh, uh do you follow any specific training training plans or, or you just uh, kind of run as you feel how does that work for you yeah I, i'm really flexible with my training uh i've you know i've, I've over the years i've tried a, a lot of different things and uh i just just trying to figure out what works best for me um you know the the only thing um i did a little bit different this year is i I focused a little more on making sure I was recovered when I had a hard workout where before I would, you know, even if I had a you know tough workout plan for Sunday, I would still run decent mileage, you know, Friday or Saturday leading up to that where, um, you know, this training, uh, this training block, I, I still focus on getting a lot of miles in. But when I did have a, a, a tough workout coming up and I didn't feel like I was recovered, I made sure to, you know, take it easy, which which would mean you know, uh, you know, six or seven mile run instead of you know trying to go longer. Definitely. And you did mention about uh, about this, but I was just wondering, uh, whenever you focus on your training, uh, do you focus on speed, uh, distance, or both? Uh, both. I, I think you really have to have you know a good balance. Um, I mean, you you definitely need. I mean, the distance is. I, I think the distance is more important, um, but. You know the the you have to have the speed aspect as well, and and also that's the that's the fun part of running. Definitely, yeah. The speed is also relative to people. As some of the, some of the <laughs> listeners listening, I said, yeah, I, but you know, speed for for speed for fast for you, maybe slow for somebody, or slow for me is fast for somebody else. So it's always it's just we just have to look at the, our own <laughs> speed. That's what I usually tell people. I mean, on most most training weeks, I'll I'll run what I considered hard you know, one to two days a week. And then, you know, the rest of the week, you know, I'm just, I'm just getting miles in. So you, you run a little bit slower uh, pace on those. What's the time difference? Just to kind of get people get an idea. Uh, so an easy day for me is uh, I'll run 6.45 to 7.30 per mile. And then faster days are uh, between 5.30 and 6 minutes per mile. 
So like a, about two minutes. Yeah, yeah one, about a minute, 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 and a half, two minutes. Yeah, yeah somewhere around there. Somewhere around there, definitely. So that that's a good thing to listen because I'm I'm going back in training and I really need a training and I want to mix it like what you're talking about. Um, what 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 type of nutrition plan do you follow or do you follow any? Um, during training, I just try to eat as many fruits and vegetables as I can. Uh, I I don't I'm not super you know picky about certain foods. Uh, leading up to a marathon, I'll. Uh, I'll do your traditional carbo load and eat, you know, tons and tons of pasta. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, the day of the marathon, I normally don't eat much at all. I'll, uh, in, in the morning, I'll, you know, just eat maybe a bagel or something, just just something enough to settle my stomach. Uh, I drink coffee. And, uh, and then during the race, I'll do, uh, I take a goo at the starting line, I carry them with me, and then I keep one in my pocket for uh, later in the race. Yeah, I, I try to stay as light as possible on the race day, but I eat whatever uh, on, on the, what do you call, on the course. Try to eat bananas and oranges if they had them. They had it at Big Sur. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always, uh, Big Sur, they always have the strawberries at mile 23, and everyone talks about how uh, how amazing they are, but I, I'm always, uh, in such a rush that I, I blow right, right by them and never get any. You mentioned that I, uh, I saw a video, uh, somebody posted that and then I, I knew that I was going to stop. There was three places I was going to stop and there was one of them. So I kind of grabbed a whole bunch of strawberry <laughs> and then <kept laughs> run and then ate. <laughs> That's what you had to do next year. Or just tell uh, them ahead of time. Tell them, put it in, put it in a little bag so uh-huh. you can grab your bag. <laughs> strawberries to go. Yeah, strawberries to go. Um, what is your favorite? favorite race and why maybe it's big sur or or boston or anything else how many races have you done so far uh so i've run uh, 16 marathons uh I, I have to say big sur is my favorite and boston is my second favorite um a few other ones i've run that i've really enjoyed is uh berlin uh chicago and uh the la marathon are you trying to do uh what do you call world major major marathon um because now you got berlin Boston, Chicago. You got a couple of only couple left, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually halfway there, and uh, definitely New York is on my radar. Uh, that might be uh, one of the next big ones I do. Um, but yeah, uh, London and Tokyo both would be amazing races as well. Yeah, I have done Tokyo. It's just such a great race. Um, is there any race uh, I think you just mentioned already? Is there any race you you have not run that you love to run one day? Um, probably the ultra marathons. I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure exactly which one I think Western States would, would, I would probably consider the ultimate, uh, ultra run. Uh, I just, I haven't, you know, moved up in that distance yet. Tell me why you have not moved up in that distance. You know, I really, I really enjoy the marathon distance and I'm, I'm worried that once I move up, it, you know, the marathon distance won't, you know, feel like a challenge to me anymore. And, and also, I, I feel like it, it's hard to move back down once you move up in distance. Definitely. I think we talked about this a little bit earlier as well, but a lot of time people switch back and forth. And I think you sh- you will be okay. But especially the re- <laughs> reason why I'm asking this question, because you live in such a beautiful area and so many mountains. I mean, I was looking at, as I was running, I'm, I'm, first I look at left and see this, see this beautiful ocean and look at the up in the mountain. I was like, can I go there? Can I climb <laughs> some of these things? <laughs> can I? Can they put the course and go up the mountain? I don't mind. But uh, yeah, you 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 will ha- you will not have tr- uh, problem training uh, for you if you go to ultra trail ultra distances because I you have a beautiful place to run. Yeah, we have uh, uh, amazing uh, uh, trails in Big Sur and uh, and all along the peninsula. It's, it's uh, we're very fortunate for that. Definitely. Next time I come, uh, I, I wanted to. 
you to show me, point me towards those trails so I can, I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know how, how to get there. So, and I don't know if it's a private properties and you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll point you in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully I'll, I'll get to come again sometime. Um, Adam, we talked about many things uh, in this interview, your training, Big Sur, Boston, many highlights and um, you're running fast and everything. Before we conclude uh, this interview, I just want you to give a word of advice to people who are listening, try to take their uh, training um, and uh, go achieve the goal they want to achieve like you have done um, and win a race maybe. So, you know. Just... Um, I think one thing that has been, you know, key to my success is just being very disciplined about my training. Um, you know, get out there every day uh, and being consistent with it. Uh, you know, it's really easy to, uh, you know, to, to lose focus. So, uh, you know, just staying focused and, uh, and just, uh, you know, really enjoy, you know, the time that you spend running. Definitely. That sounds like great advice, even for me to be disciplined with my training. I have not been disciplined for a while. So, and it's, <laughs> and it shows in the race day. So I cannot show up in the race and try to push it and not, not having training, but definitely I promise myself to you. So I'll do better <laughs> next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> great. Uh, thanks for your time and uh, great talking to you. And uh, I'll catch you uh, when I come, come back to Big Sur or, or, or somewhere we meet so okay thank you Simon. thank you if you have a need to cover your events from marketing to taking photos please contact mruns.com by emailing at marathonruns at gmail.com thanks for listening to another episode of emruns podcast please subscribe to our podcast channel voice of runners at itunes stitcher radio google play and more and also follow our social media channel marathon runs on instagram facebook Twitter, and YouTube.